0: internet and all you people listening to us through it <laughs> this is um kent and chris for Kentor at your own risk number 25 uh tonight we will be doing kind of like a spur of the moment off the cuff pick of horror movies that we consider hidden gems ones that maybe are critically claimed but necessarily weren't popular or ones that we think uh should be acclaimed and just never got the exposure that they needed but outside of that uh, i think this is pretty exciting because this is the first time in a while that we've done a couple back-to-back i know you guys you know all four of you listening to us it's probably just going to be boom 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 but it's only been like two weeks so kent i i hear your your computers are having a tough time but outside of that i hope you're doing okay
1: yeah. Um Yeah, it's just been a lot uh, a lot of mishap. I I've straight up gone and, and I feel all of our listeners are somewhat computer like have you used a computer. So you know, you get to the very first screen and then you press you, you left click or you press your space bar and then you put in your pin code or password, right? Yes. That yeah, I can't get past I can't even get to input my pin. That sucks. <laughs> like, that's where I am at. I, no matter what I hit, everything, it just, it, it, the computer's just straight up flipping me off at this point. So I am begrudgingly going to bring it to a computer specialist after, uh, I, I can't even begin to tell you how many hours and hours and hours I've wasted on this. And, of course, it happens, you know, late September, just as I'm gearing up for October, so the timing could not be any better
0: i'm I'm picturing your computer giving you a degeneration X crotch chop
1: you know I gave one of those as soon as I got my high school diploma, and I regret nothing.
0: <laughs> it's, it's coming <laughs> karma's a bitch <laughs>
1: you know you're like the second person that's kind of told me something similar
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um how about I start because my list is going to be much more manageable you think? I, I'm pretty sure, yes.
1: God, I hope you mention at least some of them that I have.
0: All right, so what Kent did and what I, I stole from him is uh, for our lists, uh, we only went with stuff that's either readily available or free to stream. At least I did. Um, so I'm going to go through a couple honorable mentions right now um, that, unfortunately, you have to buy if you if you want to watch them. So keep that in mind. But um I think I've mentioned most of these somewhere before, which is why I'm not gonna go too deep into them. But uh they've got Daywatch and Night Watch. Or I I'm not even gonna try the Russian, but um they're they're Russian sci-fi horror action dramas um that deal with like supernatural vampires, which is all sorts of weird shit. Like the the first one is the the highest grossing Russian movie that has ever been made. And how,
1: uh, like, how many other Russian movies do? You, are you familiar with any other Russian movies off the top of your head? I've watched
0: a couple. I mean, we unlike like China, we don't get a, a steady stream of them just like filtering in. And same thing with like Korea now. Korea's Korean stuff is getting really big because of Netflix. But um, like I watched I watched like a Conan analog called wolfhound there was um there was this crazy superhero one i forgot what it was called but like the 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 team it was like a russian avengers basically but like i remember like one of the dudes had like a lion head and it was there was like a i think there was like a big guy with like a gatling gun It, it was just it was pretty good but it was it was crazy um so i haven't seen a ton but you know like the stuff i've seen has been stuff that i've enjoyed. Okay. Um so those are definitely worthwhile. I was able to find them both together on a a Blu-ray. They it's it's like the bare minimum, you know, it's like the movies and just like options. But uh I enjoyed it enough to to not regret that purchase at all. Same thing with my next one, which is Brotherhood of the Wolf. Or Le Pacte de Lupé. That's a, that's another one that's kind of like, not necessarily straight horror, horror adjacent, but it's um, like a French historical horror, fantasy martial arts movie. Like I don't I don't know I mean if wow if, that that's a <laughs> lot going on yeah if that stuff right there doesn't tickle your fancy then I mean I don't know, um but it, it takes it's a it's a built around like a Oh, shit, you know what? I'm going to have to... Okay, I'm, i I realized I had to adjust one of my picks for my main thing, but, um... It's... It's based on a true story, and then they, um... You know, fic- fictionalized it. But, uh... Basically, in, um... France in the... 1700s, there was a... Creature going around killing you know like I think it killed like something like two hundred and some odd people uh you know to the point where like the citizenry in the in the countryside was afraid you know to like even go outside kind of stuff, so they you know turned it into a movie um it's fucking awesome it's one of my it's one of the ones where it's I watch it like every year in order to uh, to just, you know, keep up on it. Um, but again, that's another one that's only available if you buy the DVD. Uh, but definitely worth it. Uh, next one, Dog Soldiers. Great werewolf flick. Um, but again, nowhere is it streaming. Um, I don't know, did you ever see Season of the Witch with Nicolas Cage?
1: No, and I actually just talked about that movie ever so briefly earlier today because I came across the 72 season of The Witch while gandering, so no.
0: It's... I think it's actually really well done. You know, like, the, the script... Like, okay, the special effects might not be the greatest, but the script was really well written. And, like, he wasn't fucking going out of his way to be, you know, like... Crazy Nicolas Cage Like you get sometimes He was actually being like Actor Nicolas Cage And he was in it Like Ron Perlman was in it I always enjoy him too So uh, I think it's I think it's underrated Especially because it came out Right around the same time As Black Death did And I think that Got a lot of like the uh, It was was like Similar kind of idea With being You know More witchy And demon-y And you know uh, Realistic I guess um, but I think that one with Sean Bean ended up getting like a lot of more
1: marketing. So. It, it did. It definitely did. Because yeah. I used to see that like everywhere. I would see what, what was it Black Death, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that like free to stream. It, it was just popped up a lot, way more than Season of the Witch. And I mean, goddamn it, I love me some Perlman and Nick Cage. So. Okay,
0: so, um, sorry, I'm like, uh, and my last one was another French movie. It was a, um, like a serial killer procedural, um, called the Crimson Rivers. Uh, the Jean Reno was the, the main character and, um, Vincent Cassell, uh, have you have you seen? Um, did you see Underwater?
1: No. Uh,
0: what about you? Saw you watch Westworld, right?
1: West Westworld, the
0: t- so wait, HBO TV show. On? Yeah.
1: No, I I never got around to it, despite having Ed Harris.
0: What about okay? Um, Ocean's Twelve. Yes. Okay, so he was the other main character was the the French thief who went up against them. Oh, okay. Okay. So it it's the two of them and it they're like on two separate investigations that they end up finding out is, is one. But it it was a pretty good like serial killer movie in the first place, but it all there were like a lot of scenes that took place up in the Alps. So like like there's this one avalanche scene, it's probably the best avalanche I've ever seen in a fucking movie. Yeah, like I don't know how high the bar is there, but...
1: I was going to yeah. ask you, like, how many Avalanches have you seen uh,
0: in am I'm thinking these. there's probably been at least a couple in James Bond, you know, like, Triple uh, X. Um, I'm sure there's been more, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm sure there has. I'm just really Cliffhanger. Struggling.
0: Cliffhanger probably had some.
1: Oh, Cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen <laughs> it. Yeah... Okay, but those are all my honorable mentions, ones that you have to purchase. So, you know, I don't blame anybody for not going out and just buying a DVD on my say-so. Well, I do, but...
1: Uh, You know what? Vincent Cassell was in Black Swan.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love Black Swan. I don't know why that wasn't my first fucking thing. He's married to Monica Bellucci in real life. Really? They were in that one together where she, um... I forgot. Not Damage... She she gets raped by a bunch of like, very yes, yeah. He was he was. I don't remember if he was her boyfriend or her boyfriend's brother. But I mean, how,
1: how how great is it? You just had to say rape, and I was on top of that shit. That says a lot. About I don't
0: me. know if it's grape. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I I could either yeah. go with that or I spend your grave and have like a 50-50 chance here, right?
0: Yeah. Okay, so that's those are my honorable mentions. So we'll start the nine portion of my nine deuce. And a lot of these are ones I've talked about before. But, um, so I won't go too de- in deep into them. But in no particular order, um, I'll hit We Are Still Here, which you can watch on Prime Video.
1: And also, I want to say 2B TV.
0: Probably. Uh, this is one that you threw my way, and I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, it had like a great, um, atmosphere you know it felt very 70s well you know being filmed what relatively recently
1: within the past 10 years yeah, yeah. uh
0: a lot of good uh performances i mean i, I know larry Fessend- fessenden was in it and he's one of your <gasps> one of your larry!
1: <laughs> and barbara crampton yeah. who were both in jacob's wife
0: yeah uh and i i like the story i like the special effects um, I like the ending so.
1: The ending really like Alright cause let's face it If you think about horror a good mm. tw- Maybe I don't know if I'm being generous Maybe only like 20% of horror ends actually satisfying Most horror sucks at the end Like it does not satisfy at the end That movie did
0: yeah, One of the, the cliches And probably because a lot of them um, You know For both of us just based on our age w- Of stuff we watched was in the eighties. I hated like when you would see something and like they would, you know, kill the bad guy or what what have you, and all of a sudden, like right before the credits or right after the credits, the bad guy would jump out and like, you know, was like what the what the what was the fucking point? Right. You know, right. either either let him win in the movie or you know let it end. You know,
1: come on, there's got to be a sequel.
0: Yeah, but you could set that up before the credits, you know, but without doing just, like, a single-scene jump scare right at the end kind of shit. I uh, know, I agree. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really liked that, and that was one of the ones that I was definitely glad that you had me watch. Going on from there into another one that you had me watch, this one, this one really bothered me. Uh, like, it still bothers me when I think about it, but Honeymoon which you can oh, yeah. you can see on uh, Pluto TV.
1: Oh shit, I forgot to even look through Pluto TV. That's okay. That but, that's really okay.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that one that one really bothered me. Like it it's not like it's super scary or super gross. It's 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 creepy, I guess, and there are there's definitely a little bit of body horror in there.
1: But and Rose Leslie's fan fucking fantastic in that.
0: And the way it ends though, that fucking ending, that it hits you like it hits it hits me at least like 7 did. Yeah. It's very nihilistic. There's no happy ending in that one, but uh I would rec- definitely recommend it for a watch.
1: Cuz you know it- it builds up in a unique way I, I think it doesn't necessarily follow the exact same formula that you may be used to you
0: no know, it is a very um it's very original too i'll give it that like it might have like a couple like there are a lot of movies where you can like just look at, okay here's a part from this other movie and here's a part from this other movie and they they might have changed the story or the plot or had better script writers but you can see how like they assembled it like this was a very individual very unique
1: yeah it it was just a really i was surprised i i watched it on a whim way back when it was on netflix so i mean probably that was four or five years ago (laughs) and it just i don't know really pleasantly surprised me
0: um all right so to piggyback off of nihilism as a theme my next one is going to be one that really fucked me up as a kid but it was called a uh, Miracle Mile. I think I've talked to you about this before.
1: You have.
0: But um it's on again it's another one that's on Pluto TV. Uh and it it was just it was really one of the first examples of like a movie where everybody dies. Nobody really succeeds. There's you know that that's the point of the movie but you know when I watched it and I I looked at the, it came out in 1988 so I would have been eight or nine when I saw, it. you know, like that is not the kind of um, message that you expect to see in a movie starring, you know, goose from Top Gun when you're that age. And it was like, um, kind of like a wake up call, <laughs> but, uh, <That's> fair enough. <laughs> but I, it was, I think it was pretty realistic too in the depiction of like the kind of panic that would happen if people found out that like a nuclear strike was going to actually happen. And it, yeah. it wasn't like you know, like uh Indiana Jones four where he's able to survive a blast in a uh refrigerator or army of the dead where the bomb goes off and like a mile away the fucking helicopter goes down and she's completely fine at the end of it.
1: I still haven't seen in D four.
0: Uh, you're not missing much.
1: Nope, I, I'm sure I'm not. I, I eventually will do all four movies, and of course, that's what I got ended on, so I'm going to walk away just completely pissed off, but you know.
0: Well, I mean, they're making five now, maybe. Are they? If, if he stops breaking his hip or whatever. Yeah, they're, they're filming it, and he, he broke his, his ankle or his foot or something while they were. I'm like, maybe because he's 80.
1: Did, did you see the big horror news this week? Just. Uh, what they're re- remaking, Lost Boys?
0: Oh, I I've seen people talking about it, but I haven't seen anything official.
1: Yeah, they announced two of the leads and <sighs> I yeah. it's just a movie that I they got to be so original when they redo it to make it their own because you can't remake you can't remake it in an I, eighty style.
0: I would say and it, it was it was kind of funny cuz I was watching a video on that maybe this week or last week and the guy was like, you know, he was like well, he's younger than us, so he didn't see it when it first came out. He watched it now. But he's like, it's definitely such a slice of the 80s that that's almost more of its identity than, you know, like being a horror movie or a vampire movie.
1: Oh, I would yeah, argue it's one of the yeah. five or ten most 80 movies ever made. Yeah. Like...
0: Yeah, the shirtless saxophone guy. (laughs) Well, okay, that's
1: exactly what I was going to bring up. Like, are they really going to try to have a shirtless saxophone guy? Like, I'm all for it, but is it going to work this time? I I, don't know. I, you know,
0: and personally, I think that kind of theme and that idea doesn't necessarily need to be rebooted. They could just take the, the whole idea and just, you know, you don't need to it doesn't need to be the same family. The characters don't need to be the same. You don't need to have a vampire named Michael. Just the idea of like young vampires wandering aimlessly with, you know, and family kind of shit, you know, the lost boys, you know, you,
1: you you can make it its own story. And that's why I'm saying it needs to be original. Do not follow the original script and have a good script that I'm, I'm in for if it's,
0: you know what we're going to get, you know where we're going to get. You know, it's not going to, it's going to be the, I, I'm sorry to say, but it's going to be the fucking woke version of,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just made me taste my own tears.
0: Yep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so moving on from there, which way am I going to go? Uh, all right. So I will go to, have you ever seen a movie called Citadel?
1: No, but I saw saw it like listed like two or three times when I was looking through stuff.
0: Okay, it's um, I think it's Scottish. If it's if it's not Scottish, it's British, but it's like set in Scotland. Um, it was a really interesting premise. Like, this this young guy and his wife have a have a baby, and she gets murdered. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Like, I don't remember exactly what the situation was. Like, if he was there and he saw it. But um, she basically gets beaten to death. And so he's stuck raising the baby by himself. He's living in, like, a super decrepit area. You know, like, barely this side of, like, shantytown um, kind of stuff. So, like, to to get the milk for the baby, it's got to take, like, a fucking 40-minute bus ride just to get to the store kind of shit. Um, so he starts being, like, he's not sure if he's being haunted or... If these things are real, but he starts seeing like these people or creatures watching him, and eventually the baby gets kidnapped, and he has to get it back. Uh, James Cosmo's in it. I'm pretty sure you know who he is.
1: I have him up actually as we speak. So
0: yeah. So um, it was pretty good. It was is another one where it was pretty original, and um, I I enjoyed it. I remember seeing like a couple trailers for it, but again I don't think it had a lot of marketing and it kinda just disappeared after it came out. Um so yeah, I recommend watching it if you guys get a chance.
1: I would also just throw out here with Citadel, since as we're doing this I'm like looking to see where you can get it. Alright, here's the abundance of places to watch Citadel.
0: That yeah, that one was on a ton. <laughs> so
1: AMC plus, Roku Channel, Hoopla, Voodoo, Two B TV. Uh, something I do not recognize, and flicks fling. <laughs> I don't know what the hell this icon is. It's like a blue with a white camera, but like it has legs like a dog. I am so confused. What the hell that is? I'm clicking on it, but
0: all right. So moving on. Uh, guide
1: guide dog. Okay, I've, I've never, heard, I've never of heard of it. it. <laughs> Okay,
0: good good now Uh so now I'm gonna have to go back to a couple of my um eighties eighties prime. But um Warlock. I fucking love.
1: I've still never seen it.
0: It is on. uh it's on Prime Video.
1: Yes it is. I think it's on my list somewhere in the pages.
0: <laughs> and again it you know, it was one of the one it might have been early nineties, I don't fucking remember, but I was young enough to watch it that it still was, you know, a little scary, but old enough that it wasn't like pull the covers over your head so you don't have to worry about like the face hugger getting you while you're sleeping kind of thing. Um,
1: That's usually my number two fear at night.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what my number one is, but that's definitely maybe maybe swallowing a spider. I don't. Anyways,
1: Russell's mom crawling into bed is my number one.
0: Uh, could you imagine if they used her for for that scene in It?
1: <laughs> <Not> yeah, <laughs> damn it!
0: Sorry, Russ. Uh, anyways, um, it, it like the the thing that stuck out for for Warlock for me was it was a pretty well written script. You know, like the characters weren't necessarily doing stupid shit. Like that's one of the things I hate in horror movie, where like the script is written. Just to facilitate being a horror thing instead of like actually looking at the characterization for characters. So, I know you, you know mean it.
1: Hellraiser part five through nine?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was one of the first things I. I know I'd seen a couple of things with Julian Sands for, but it was also the first thing I remember seeing Richard Grant or Richard E. Grant in. So, um, pretty good cast. Really good script uh, I think it Like the special effects don't hold up super well But overall I recommend it As a watch uh, and Oh
1: then, Richard E. Grant yep. He was He was in a show that was good And then it sucked ass uh, Dispatches from Elsewhere Came out like last year I want to say I it had um, You ever watch uh, How I Met Your Mother
0: uh, I've seen a couple episodes but uh, you know, like uh
1: I didn't watch the uh, whole thing. The Jason Siegel, I think his yeah. name is out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he's in it as is um uh Forrest Gump's mom, uh, Sally Field mm-hmm. and uh Andre Three Thousand and Richard E. Grant and it's a great cast, cool story, and then about like the second to last episode, it kinda goes a little bit down, and then the last episode it just fails on every freaking level. But still a good story overall. Just you know, the ending sucks.
0: Yeah. I hear you. Uh, alright. Uh Another one that I've talked up ad nauseum uh, is Nightbreed by Clive Barker that you can watch on Pluto TV. Um It's probably one of my favorite horror movies that I just have ever seen. You know, there's so much like It's a monster movie. It's got a serial killer story. It's got a love story. Some great special effects for the time. David Cronenberg is in it as an actor. Uh, so is Doug Bradley. It's just... It's a really cool idea of... One of the first things I remember that really asked the idea of, like, what if monsters... We're like, not the bad guys. And man was more monstrous than the monsters are kind of a kind of pre- premise.
1: Wow, dude, this is streaming on practically everything that has ads, including Peacock, AMC plus Vudu, Tubi TV, uh, e- even Shutter, and IMDB TV. Like it's pretty much everything that involves f- like free with advertisements. Yeah. So lots of options, people.
0: Yeah, that means you should watch it, Kent.
1: <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Alright, um
0: Uh my next one, which would I believe be number eight, is going to be The Ritual on Netflix. Uh I think I think we've talked about it once or twice, but I think it's probably the best monster movie I've seen in maybe the last Maybe even I would. Maybe I would even go ten years, but definitely the last five.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm not. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's better. And I mean, it, it was on my list, so I'm glad that.
0: It, it's just like that. Cre. It, it's a pretty decent movie, but like that creature is so fucking creepy. Like it, they just did a fucking perfect job of like making. I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but like when you see it, come back and talk to me and, you know, like, I'll go over, like, what I call it. I know. I know we brought it up, but I don't want to spoil it here.
1: The The mythology behind it's cool and, like, even the whole build-up, like, alright, okay, so the first time I watched it, I was just kind of meh about the beginning and then it kind of sucked me in, but the second time watching it, the beginning's much better because, you know, you have better understanding mm-hmm. what's going on. And I don't know it's almost a movie that I definitely appreciated more the second time through.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, and one of the coolest things when you watch it the second time, like there's a couple scenes in it where like the, the things in the background and it moves, you know, like the shot will linger and then you'll see it move and you're like, Oh shit. But like when you're watching it again, there are a bunch of scenes where it's there and it's just not moving. And like, you can pick up on it, you know, when you, when you know what you're looking for second time through instead of focusing on the characters having a conversation.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a movie that, I don't want to say requires a second playthrough, but you'll appreciate... It's not a movie that's going to bore you your second playthrough. Nope. Yeah.
0: Um, so my number nine is one that I'm just adding to this list because I forgot about it up until I was looking at IMDb, like, right before we started, and that's um The Ghost in the Darkness. I think that's... Uh, like, Ooh. that's a fucking... Cla- like, I really enjoyed the story. Again, it's another one like... Um, uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf that I talked about earlier. Where it's it's a true story that they fictionalized. But it's... It's unique. Because it's basically like the African version of Jaws.
1: That seems fair.
0: Yeah. And, uh... Like, I enjoyed... Val Kilmer. I enjoyed Michael Douglas in it. Um, I forgot what the guy's name is who plays the uh, the foreman, but he was really good too. Uh, yeah. John Kenny, I guess. Kenny, Kenny.
1: A lot of good performances, quite frankly, but both both the two leads just ate it up.
0: Yeah. Um, and they the lines were pretty cool too. Like we we tend to forget. Because we don't have to deal with it very often, but like, what animal attacks like really can can do to do to a body, yeah. And like, there's a couple scenes where like those lions are fucking people up, <laughs> where you get to see, you know, yeah, a big cat will fucking absolutely own the shit out of you.
1: Now I just need to see a movie where a giraffe destroys a person.
0: I yeah. I, okay.
1: No, well, because I—I yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, giraffes. Like, I—I I was listening to an interview about a month ago from a zoo, a dude who works at a zoo. I don't want to call him a zookeeper, but I can't think of a better term. And like, they asked him, like, if if a giraffe was surrounded by twenty-five dudes all trying to take it down, who would win? And he's like, oh, the giraffe would easily kill all of them. I'm like. Okay, and I'm listening it and the more he talked the more he built up how badass a giraffe is because of the strength of their legs and now I want to see it
0: in yeah. film. <laughs> I'm trying to Well, we've had zombie, so uh,
1: <sighs> Did you ever see that? No. <laughs> I mean me neither, definitely. But you no. can read my review at nine All dot com.
0: Alright, so um so there's my nine. And then for my deuce, these are two I really highly recommend. If you've never seen, you need to go and watch them. Um, so m- my first one for these two is going to be I Saw the Devil. Uh, and if nowhere else, it's available on, on Pluto TV. Every once in a while, it goes in and out of the other streaming services. Like, I watched it a couple months ago on Prime, but it's, it's not available anymore there. Um, but it's a Korean movie uh and it the premise is uh there's a serial killer and he kills a woman right at the beginning um i think it's implied that he rapes her too but uh her father is a retired police ex-police chief and her her fiance uh and also the the father of her unborn baby is basically He works for the equivalent, I think, of the Korean CIA. Um, So the father talks to the police and gets a list of a couple people that they think it possibly could be. He gives it to the fiancé, and the fiancé goes and hunts him down, finds out who it is. And then he basically kidnaps the fucking serial killer, tortures him, plants a tracking bug inside of him, and then lets him go. And then the rest of the movie is him Going, giving the guy a little bit of a break, going in, beating the shit out of him again, like breaking something else on him, knocking him unconscious, and then letting him go, and then continuously over and over, he's like, "I want you to experience the, uh, you know, the pain that I have to feel now." Like so, like the first time he breaks the guy's wrist, the second time he slashes his Achilles tendon, like the third time he kills a couple of his friends, Uh, and then eventually the serial killer figures out what's going on and gets rid of the bug and then he goes after the uh woman's family it's dude it's fucking good and like it's one of the few movies that like really shows the repercussions of violence on like nominally the good people too um the action is intense the fucking kills are brutal like there's a scene where the guy beats a, a dude's head in with a pipe and like no cutaway at all it's just fucking str- i was like how the hell did they fucking do that
1: um well, it's yeah korean right yes i i mean just to put this in perspective imdb is usually pretty harsh when it comes to films of this ilk mm-hmm. and this has a 7.8 out of 10 rating
0: yeah um the ga- the serial killer was the uh, the main guy for, for he's pretty uh, famous I guess but he was like did you see the original version of Old Boy
1: oh god yeah
0: yeah it's, it's that guy he's the he's the he plays the serial killer in this one
1: I, you know I actually liked both versions of Old Boy but I, I still prefer the original but the other one was okay
0: yeah I I didn't think it was anywhere near as bad as people shit on it
1: yeah exactly yeah a lot of people shit on it and eh, I mean what was it Brolin and Samuel right yeah yeah, I mean, it was what it was. We, we've we seen so many worse American remakes of films, so...
0: Definitely. All right, and then my, my number one, if you haven't seen it, you need to go see it. And I think this is one that might be on the borderline, but, like, as far as I know, everybody who's seen it says this is a good movie, but I think there are a lot of people who haven't seen it. So my number one is going to be Frailty Uh, by Bill Paxton starring bill paxton and matthew mcconaughey powers booth i i don't want to fucking spoil it if you haven't seen it basically the premise is um takes place at two different time periods and a a father on his way home uh he's a widower he's got two young boys thinks he gets a message from god showing him a couple items that he needs to use to go around and kill demons. And so he begins this campaign of killing the demons that God shows to him and taking his sons along and forcing them to participate with him. And uh, I don't know, it's it's a I just it's a fucking great movie and it really shows that like Bill Paxton was a fucking we lost a treasure when he died at, at the age that he died
1: at so freaking the dude just had talent and I, I mean I can't add much to it without giving away much but the name Otis well always means something different for after I saw that movie
0: yeah <laughs> it's just um it's it's really it's like it's a whole again it's another one that combines a bunch of shit it's a coming of age story a family drama um a revenge tale. It's,
1: you know, it's a the, brutal the tr- scene is just I don't feel this is spoiler territory. Just the digging scene was yeah. kind of brutal to watch.
0: Oh yeah. And then um the twist at the end is an example I think of a twist done well. Yeah.
1: You know, Absolutely.
0: And when you it's another it's one of those ones where you can like you can look back and be like, okay, they gave me all of the information and i just didn't have it you know i didn't put it together cuz i was too wrapped up in the story at the time but i've never heard anybody say that oh yeah no i i completely knew what was going on before i watched it
1: it was from a time when they did enough to distract you where you weren't always meant to pick up on the f- final twist it was it's right before i think it was right before fucking m night really became like Twist King and like we just kind of lost momentum when it came to Twist cuz if you think about Usual Suspects everything was kind of there not really but kind of but the thing was you got so encaptured into the freaking story and, and there's others like that and we've kind of lost that art at times
0: yeah I, I mean i remember um okay Usual Suspects was 95 um another one that i remember kind of feeling like that Uh, In regards to the twist, at least, was um, L.A. Confidential. Okay. That was 97.
1: Suicide Kings is one for me.
0: Yeah. Um, That was what? (laughs) um, 97 as well? Yeah. Um, Sixth Sense was what? 99. 99, Okay, so that came out like two years before uh, Frailty. Frailty was 2001 okay that so, so it was like after m Night's first, but before I think Unbreakable might have come out the same year, so um so but- yeah, again, like he had hit with one, but it wasn't like everything he's gonna fucking do is gonna have a twist
1: right i I can share with you, so I was in college at the time, and I tried to, you know downloading the movie, uh, I was kind of new to the whole. I don't even know if it was Kazaa at the time. It was one of the many things at the time that you could do. So I gave it a shot. And the copy I had was, it's a dark movie as it is. Yeah. Now imagine that dark movie with horrible pixelation. That's and what I end up with. I was just like, you know what? I'm done downloading movies. I'm just going to fucking rent them. And yeah, that was my lesson learned is from frailty taught me that. <laughs>
0: Oh well, there you go there's my 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 nine deuce list.
1: I really liked a good chunk of that um all right so I broke mine down more by um streaming service, although I didn't do every single streaming service because uh time uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I you know that that's just the way to go about it. Um, I'm gonna hit up the major ones, and I think after I do the major ones, I'd like to hit a break, and then I'd really like to discuss Tubi TV because my mind was blown today by that. Okay. So, um, so I'll tell you the worst one out of the major ones, and I, out of the major ones, I'm gonna say Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime are my three major ones.
0: Yeah, I would agree.
1: Okay, so Netflix let me down big time. To the point where I just learned today that they don't even have the invitation anymore. I thought that was like a Netflix original, but apparently it wasn't.
0: I actually um, enjoyed that.
1: I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad I purchased it on Vudu way back when, but I just. I always thought it was going to be on Netflix, and I was wrong. So, all right, Netflix... I, I, there, I do have a list of movies that I want to see, um, so I'm not going to get into that right now, but hopefully that'll be something I hit up next month um uh, movies that I will recommend um some I'm just going to be quick with uh there's a really cheesy truth or dare movie there's actually two of them that came out the same year
0: yeah one was good one was not
1: right well one was okay one was not find the one that doesn't take itself too seriously and you could have an okay time uh it also has uh Heather Lankamp from um Nightmare on Elm Street Nancy (laughs) she's in it um I, I, it's, it's just silly shit, but you can kind of have a good time. I've shown it to a few people that, like, were into it initially, and, like, the whole time, it's a good group movie, because you can sit there and make fun of the characters and be like, they're just being jackass, whatever. You can have fun with it. So, uh, I had The Ritual, of course, Mm -hmm. um, Gerald's Game, which I think we've discussed on this podcast in the past. Yeah. Um, which, hell, we might discuss next month So, um, but it's a Stephen King book turned film And uh, I don't know, I, I mean, it was semi-faithful Like, the, the ma- major points were made in the, f- in the film, right? Yes Okay uh, I don't know, I, I mean, to this day Like, the escape from the handcuffs is still fucking brutal to watch
0: It is uh, You know what's funny? to just piggyback off your little story. I borrowed that book from a friend to read it because I I had never read it. And then I forgot to give it back to him for like four and a half years. (laughs) All right. I was cleaning up my bookshelf when I was dusting it. And I was like, oh, oh, it's Mike's book. I think it's Mike's. Let me check. I brought it into where I was. He's like, yep. Yes, that's my book. I was like, oops, my bad. (laughs) Thanks, man. Thank you. Nice. Yep. I mean, that was my my story.
1: Alright. Moving on, a really kind of wacky little movie from India is called Pizza, which, of course, a fat fuck like me is going to be mealy enthralled by a movie called Pizza. And it doesn't grab you by the balls initially. But by the end, I feel that you can find some substance to it. It's really strange, though. Uh... It's not for everybody. It, it's, I can't wholeheartedly recommend it, but if you're looking for something different that you may not have seen before, I you could spend a lot worse time than you would on pizza, and maybe eat pizza while watching pizza. Is That's
0: it one of imagine. those movies where you're not going to regret eating while you watch it?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say no. Skeptically, no. Nah. You'll be fine. Everybody will be fine. Okay. Okay. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't remember much about this next film, but I remember liking it, and it was recommended to me years ago when I was looking for recommendations back in the day for October before I realized, I can just close my, my, my eyes for five minutes and think of 100 movies to watch. I don't need recommendations. So I am um, the pretty thing that lives in the house. Which I believe was a Netflix original, and that's why it's still on there. Yeah. Um, pacing at times is a little bit of an issue, but uh, the, I don't know, the tension, the mood of it is, is all pretty good. Like, you, once again, it's, it's not a great movie, but Netflix has a relatively poor selection. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the better of the bunch. I think I probably would give it like a 6 out of 10
0: Um, I know how much that hurts you in real life too To have to adjust your rating scale To do out of 10s
1: I'm just dumbing it down for for everybody Uh, I had Green Inferno Uh, Who the fuck did the um, Was that
0: a Bloomhouse?
1: It was the same dude that did Hostel Uh, Yeah,
0: um,
1: Eli Roth There you go uh, this deals with cannibals. I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you can figure it out from the trailer, but if you can't, I just ruined it. I don't care. A bunch of dumb Americans go in a place where they shouldn't go, and they get what's coming to them. And I'm all about that, quite frankly. So, if if you enjoy that idea, give it a shot. Uh, because, like, you, you know, when you get annoying characters, you kind of are happy when
0: they you know, die. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like every movie that Carrot Top ever gets killed in, yeah, I'm I'm all in.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, I feel like oh wait no, I'm skipping over one. Uh, in the Tall Grass, I don't remember how much of a horror it was. It was a Stephen King story, and it has Thomas Jane who played the Punisher oh so well. Uh, God, it took place. I don't remember. I think I'm combining this with like 1912 or something, 1902 or something, because I think Thomas Jane may have been in both of them. I don't know. I'm getting my shit confused. All I remember is that I liked the movie. It. It's not much horror though, but once again, I'm running. Are you really sure low.
0: Thomas Jane was in that? I think that was Patrick Wilson.
1: Yep. And so Th- Thomas Jane was in 1902 or night. 19- yeah. Okay. Yeah, the,
0: yeah. That, the nineteen. Yeah.
1: Yep. Getting my uh, Stephen King Netflix movies twisted. My bad. Thank you for uh, straightening me out here. No problem. You know, I, I may not have seen it in the tall grass. Now that I'm talking about it, having this realization as we're <laughs> doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic. I'm gonna move along while the embarrassment's fresh. Uh, the forest, starring uh with Natalie. Dormer from yes. uh, Game yeah, I, of Thrones?
0: I remember that one. Well, uh, re- was remember. Yeah. No, it wasn't. 1922 was the other one. 1922.
1: <laughs> I knew there was a nine and a deuce in it. That, that was the best second. Nine deuce! Um, the Forest really wasn't It kind of got shit reviews, which, once again, goes to show don't trust reviews unless, you know, like... If, if nobody really likes it, maybe, you know, you can avoid it. But this really wasn't that bad. It wasn't great, but I kind of liked um, you know, it felt very much more like a, a Japanese film. Yes. Japanese horror. And I I liked it for what it was. It wasn't it won't blow your socks off, but if you're into the Japanese horror, then I think you would enjoy it, basically.
0: I think part of it was that people weren't didn't know what they were getting. And they were I think they were expecting like a straight up grudge or ring kind of thing.
1: I yeah, I I agree. I had no freaking clue what the hell I was in for and you know, it just you know, it was fine. It was it was better than expected. So uh I came across this next movie called Malevolent and I thought this doesn't sound too bad and then I realized that I apparently wrote about it like back in 2018. Completely forgot about it. Um, it kind of mocks Ghost Hunter movies, not as good as Grave Encounters, but it does an okay job. It, it, it's I enjoyed it. it. It for what it was. Uh, once again, if if you find Ghost Hunter type movies to be kind of stupid, mm-hmm. you may enjoy this. Like it, it, I don't know. I I like ghost movies. We, you know, we hell we've done podcast on ghost stuff like ghost stuff when done right can be fun, and this was like,
0: you know, it's funny. Hmm. James Cosmo's in it. <laughs> God bless James Cosmo. I haven't seen that one, but I, I really like Florence Pugh too. So yes,
1: yes. Um, I I liked her, um, Ben Lloyd Hughes and uh, Celia, Imrie, or Imry. I don't know how to pronounce her name. <laughs> Those were the three that stood out to me. Um, apparently, when I wrote about it, so. Uh, okay, that doesn't all right. Actually, that's it because the other two movies I have on my list are not like hidden gems, they're movies that people know. Like, I had the strangers and the haunting in Connecticut, too, and those were both relatively mainstream, yeah, yeah. So, uh, just for fun, I don't do this for all of them, but just for fun, just because I'm kind of pissed off with Netflix. I also maybe not recommended this that I just want to name really quickly, which includes Girl on the Third Floor, Pet Cemetery 2, Splatter, Tales from the Hood 2, Hush, Crimson Peak, The Strangers Pray at Night, Hostel Part 3, Hellfest, Prom Night, the, the reboot, Sinister 2, and Unfriended. I disliked all of those movies. You, you
0: didn't ready. like uh, Pet Cemetery 2? With Clancy Brown,
1: I love Clancy Brown. I love Edward Furlong, but god damn, that freaking movie sucks.
0: This is the police. Come <laughs> out with your hands up.
1: <laughs> it's such a bad movie. It's so bad.
0: I remember yeah. that was one, that was one of the ones that my dad uh, rented when we would go spend the weekend with him after he and my mom got divorced. Uh, yeah, so I mean that that's yeah exactly the type of movie that it that is
1: what sucks is that a lot of people really liked hush it was not for me uh the premise has kind of been the only, only thing different about hush than other movies was that the main uh protagonist was deaf so that's all they relied on for the whole thing and while it was okay like after a while i was like eh, it just didn't feel yeah reliable or believable so And I know a lot of people liked Crimson Peak, and I feel like that had more to do with the cast than the actual story. It looked beautiful.
0: Crimson Peak was completely marketed as a different type of movie than what it actually was. Thank you. I agree. They marketed it as a straight horror movie, and it was almost more of like a Wuthering Heights kind of fucking... kind of shit.
1: Correct. Yeah. Um, Sinister 2 was such a bad follow-up to Sinister. Uh, I didn't hate it,
0: but... It wasn't as good, and the, the big thing, I think, that that killed it. I mean, what, besides the fact that they went with, yeah, I like James Ransone, but he wasn't ready to carry a movie like you know Ethan Hawke was.
1: Right, he just wasn't, sh- and d- his character wasn't strong enough yet.
0: But um, having the kids talk. Yeah. That that was. I think that was what fucking was the worst part about the thing. You know, like everything else could have worked, but.
1: Yeah. Right. Also, did you know that there's a third Tales from the Hood?
0: I uh, did not. No, I did not know that.
1: I can't. Like, I'm not paying big money for it because I didn't like the second one, so I'm very skeptical on a third one. Uh, so hopefully someday it does hit one of these streaming services. Uh, I could not find it streaming though. Um, and Hellfest was actually a, a okay idea, just carried out poorly, but had. Uh, was it, it was either Amy Forsyth or Samara Weaving. I can't remember which one of those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and They're both good actresses. That was probably the main reason to watch it. But anyway, that's it for Netflix. Not impressed. And I don't know. I'm getting kind of close to just canceling my Netflix once. Is Stranger Things coming out soon?
0: Uh, maybe in November
1: i mean if it's coming out soon i'll keep it if not i think i'm just going to go back to like my whole ideology of bring it back once every three to four months binge what i need to and then I, I don't know just i don't watch it enough anymore
0: i got you yeah
1: all right moving on i think i'd rather do hulu uh i have a lot of stuff that is probably mainstream so i'm just gonna go with the lesser stuff. Uh, Willie's Wonderland, which stars Nick Cage. I think I talked about it the last podcast, maybe? Yeah,
0: I think we talked about it last one.
1: Enjoyable experience. Really fun experience. Nick Cage has no dialogue. And... <laughs> it's a horror movie in a Chuck E. Cheese. If that doesn't sell you, then the movie's not for you. Simple as that. Yep. Um, they had the Child's Play reboot, which was okay for what it's worth, but that seems more mainstream. Uh... I don't know if Train to Busan counts as mainstream because I feel like every horror fan kind of knows of it, but if you don't know of it, it's a really well done uh, action zombie film. I'd say it's an action film. Train to Busan
0: is one of my top three zombie movies of all time. It's that that good. Yeah. Yeah. Have you you seen the sequel?
1: No, I bought it, and I've heard nothing but horrible things.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean... But then again, like what gets me is like how many times so far tonight have we been like how often can you trust reviewers
1: and that's why I bought it I, yeah. you know I I got it for a decent price and I said screw it you know um, oh god I included the gallows I think I included the gallows just to make fun of it because all the advertising material made that movie sound like it was going to be cool as shit and then it was just a found footage bullshit movie that was just absolutely terrible so yeah don't watch it. Um, Hulu is one of the numerous places where you can find another Korean film called the host, which I don't, it's horror adjacent as we like to say, Mm. but it's kind of like if you could, if Steven Spielberg did a Korean film, you would have the host like old school creative Steven Spielberg.
0: Yes. Um, that's a good one. Um, I mean, and like the fact that the dude who did that won an Oscar for what, uh, Parasite?
1: Parasite, yeah. Last
0: year or the year before?
1: Yeah. Actually I I went to buy Parasite and I could not log into my freaking iTunes account. So I don't have Parasite. Bumps me up. <laughs> have you seen it yet?
0: Uh it's on Hulu. I have um, you know, it's on there and I haven't fucking watched it.
1: Alright. Well yeah. my bad, your bad, everybody's everybody's wrong in this case. Well, We're all except wrong.
0: the people who've watched it.
1: Yeah, but you know, yeah yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Yo, know, I had a high mark for Cabin Fever, Patient Zero, and I don't remember liking that movie, but I think I hated Cabin Fever 2 so much that I may have gave a little more leeway with Patient Zero, considering it was like the third or fourth of the franchise.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you could do a lot worse. But one thing I was looking up is, did you know that Cabin Fever rebooted after just 14 years?
0: i I did not know
1: like all right i i I'm saying I'm asking to you and people listening like what do you think the minimum amount is before a reboot? I say it's got to be twenty years, like a full generation before you can f- consider a reboot
0: uh yeah, I think that's probably a a good time frame, anything earlier than that, and you're basically just remaking it for the same people who um. Yeah, you know, watch the original.
1: Right. I, I mean, that excludes something like you know Batman. You can kind of bring back, but it, that's always different. Uh, you know, it's not always the same story, so to speak. But if you're going to reboot and tell the same story, uh, a generation. So, um, anyways, I saw Odd Thomas on there, which you were a fan of, right? Yes. Well, yeah.
0: It was okay. It wasn't a a great movie, but I liked the the story. And sure. I, I liked uh, Anton Yelchin and... Uh, Goddamn fucking... Tr- Willem Dafoe.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Friend Request is on there. Now, I hated the film Unfriended, but I really liked Friend Request, and reviewers kind of had the exact polar opposite thought of me, so I'm not sure. I know a lot of people did like Unfriended, but it wasn't for me, so... Maybe if you've seen Unfriended and you didn't think it was for you, give Friend Request a shot. It, I don't know. It's not as creative with the stupid, everything's on a Skype cam or whatever bullshit, but it tells a better story as far as I'm concerned. Uh, plus it has Alicia Debnam 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 Carrie, I think her name is. She's Alicia in Fear the Walking Dead. She's a decent actress. So. Okay. Um... I noticed Crawl is on Hulu. I haven't seen it. Have you?
0: I have not. That's it's actually, when I was looking through this list, I added a whole bunch of stuff to my Hulu to watch, and that was one of the ones I had.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I have lights out. We've already talked about it. Um, but a hidden gem I have up next is called Your Next, which includes a shower scene with our man Larry Fezzenden <laughs> in the very beginning. <laughs> um, it's one of those movies that kind of tilts itself on its head halfway through, I felt, and uh, really changed the the story and the pacing and everything. It just really kind of took a turn, and it saved the film, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying it's great, but for that type of movie, you can almost be lulled into a point of thinking, do I really want to continue this? And all I can say is, yes, I think you do. Uh... (laughs) I ha- <laughs> just for laughs I had Wolf Cop on there. <laughs> that's all. That's the reaction I needed. That's all I needed. <laughs> um, the house that Jack built. I've heard is good. I haven't watched it. I just put it on there to ask if you've ever seen it.
0: I I haven't. Um, yeah, I've heard a, a lot of mixed things. You know, like some people say it's good. Some people say it's trash. It's basically from. Like I've, I've watched a couple of video essays on it. It basically sounds like the most Lars von Trier of Lars von Trier movies.
1: Well, there you go. If you're a fan of, of Lars... like then... I, I
0: guess he actually breaks the fourth... has Jack break the fourth wall in a couple points to actually talk about, like, Lars von Trier movies. Oh. Yeah.
1: Okay. I don't... I'm not saying that breaks it for me in any way. I guess I'm kind of curious how how he goes about it because i mean if you think about like how often spike lee kind of does something yeah you know but it works sometimes in some of his movies and sometimes it doesn't um now a movie that i have seen that is incredibly underrated and has larry fessenden as the radio host is southbound which is an anthology movie with four or five different stories that are all fucking batshit crazy, yep. and it's really—I don't know—it's one of the better modern anthologies. It, it was films. good.
0: It was really good. I was really glad you uh, had us watch that one that that month.
1: like like I can't remember every story, but I still remember to this day, like the guy hitting the girl, bringing her to the hospital, and performing surgery.
0: Yeah, that one's fucked up. The one before that with the uh, where the the girl's cars break down and they end up fucking. Oh. The family yeah.
1: yeah god yeah Every, i don't know southbound is such a it's really a treat it's probably one of my higher recommended ones on the hulu the the, uh,
0: the angels or whatever you want to call them
1: mm-hmm. yeah. oh in the very beginning yeah. and the end yeah jesus yeah what is- I, and i although i did mention larry he really probably has like like 30 seconds of dialogue but just had to mention him uh I I have seen the movie The Wailing On, a lot of these things. Have you ever seen that?
0: I You know what? I remember it was, like, the number one horror movie on so many people's list for 2016. And I watched it, and maybe it's just something that's lost in translation, but I didn't like it.
1: D- did you feel like it didn't do much for you? Like it, You know,
0: I have a feeling that maybe if... It was maybe if we grew up in that culture, um, yeah, so Korea, like some of the shit would have been scary, but it, like, I don't know, imagine like trying to have a Buddhist or a Hindu person watch something where like the horror is based in Christianity, sure, kind kind of idea, you know, like, like an exorcism movie, you know, where a lot of it is based upon, you know, the actual. Religious portion instead of you know more into the demon or ghost or what have it it just like it fell flat it was a beautifully shot movie and the I can't complain about like the acting in it but the the plot the storyline didn't do it for me people are like oh my god it's so scary I'm like no it it's it's not scary.
1: It really isn't, and normally I'd not go sit here and just echo Chris's sentiments, but I can't say it any better. I really can't. Like, like, I I feel similar. When I got to the end, I was like,
0: I wonder if people were, like, freaked out by, like... Because, like, the exorcism scene in that was definitely not anything like, you know, like a typical one you would see in, like, a Catholic movie. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah, like, they're... I don't remember what religion it was, but it was it was very, very different.
1: It, it was. It, I don't know. I mean, it's really highly rated, and you can find it lots of places if it's something that you're interested in people. It got a 7.5 on IMDb, so maybe you'll find more satisfaction from it than Chris and I did. Uh, just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not alone in, in my feelings on that one. Um, so... I saw Let the Right One In was on Hulu, and I don't know which version it is. I just know it's 2008. Um, I remember liking, I think I've seen both versions. I, I, yeah. I think it's a really good movie. Uh, it's popular within horror circles, but I think outside of horror circles, it's still kind of a hidden gem.
0: Yeah, so. it's um, both of them, like you said. Like, it's another one of the few where I don't think, like the original's better but I don't think the American version like, detracted at all.
1: Yeah, it wasn't better by that much that you're like... It's uh, like Funny Games. Funny Games is another good mm-hmm. example. They're both pretty much good. Yeah. So, um, I had 30 Days of Night just because I know you like it.
0: I mean, if you don't yeah. like it, you don't have to put it on the list, but yeah, I liked it.
1: Yeah. Um, 47 Meters Down, terribly stupid movie. But with the right group of people you can have a lot of laughs with it so that's more of a group sitting movie uh, Black Swan uh, I love Black Swan it's it, to even talk <laughs> about the plot though it's kind of a, a difficult thing because uh, there's not a lot of interesting things to say necessarily about the plot but then to see like the transformation over time with it uh, the performances by uh, Portman, Kunis, uh, other people, uh, Vincent Cassell. <laughs> There's somebody else. Uh, the the older lady in it, I can't... I don't know. I'm drawing blanks right at the yeah, moment,
0: but... Um, same here. Wasn't it um, uh, Nelly Portman's mom?
1: Yeah. Um, God damn it. Darren Aronofsky... Aron-
0: Was it Barbara Hersey? It's been a while since... It- yes, yes. Yeah. I
1: think so. Um, yes. I, yeah. Like Aronofsky, I haven't really seen much of his stuff. Like, I don't know, has he dropped off, or is he not doing? He did like, Mother. Popular?
0: A couple I of years don't ago. Talk about that. But he hasn't done. I don't think he's done anything since then. But um, I.
1: <laughs> I didn't like Mother.
0: Yeah. I, again, that was another one that was completely marketed like opposite of what it actually fucking was
1: for a movie that had a lot of people that i liked including ed harris i just mm, it was not what i wanted it to be but whatever not every movie can be for me i'm not gonna be a selfish fuck i gotcha um moving on i saw oh no that don't count uh carnage park is on there and that sounded kind of interesting uh I think it could be okay for some people I, I would I would say to look it up, uh, look up the description and see if it sounds like something for you because uh, it's exactly what it you know it is exactly as the description is so to say <laughs> and Larry's in it Al, <laughs> as is Alan Ruck who I like Alan Ruck he doesn't have a huge role in it but I like him yeah he was uh, he was in Speed, right?
0: He was. He was also yeah. in uh, First Bueller's Day off.
1: Oh, there you go. So, throwing out some good names here. Uh, let's see. Oddly enough, Hulu has Friday the Thirteenth Part Three and Four, and that's it. Thought that was strange.
0: I always find it interesting when like I go to I'm like oh let me, you know what I haven't watched the Transformers movies for a while and I go and look and they have like Transformers Three, and like none of the other ones. So I'm like.
1: What <laughs> what the fuck? I'll tell you a quick thing. So, I bought Scary Movie 1 2 3 and 5 a few years ago on Voodoo and I was like, "Why isn't part 4?" Like, what? It wasn't even available to buy. And just recently, it was part of like a 3 for $9 sale, and I was like, so happy to swoop it up because it just felt stupid to have 1 2 3 and 5. Yeah. Just yeah. Um there's another movie called Hellions on Hulu. Avoid, avoid people. Just don't, don't even read it. Don't, don't read the description and say maybe it could be good. Kent's an idiot. Just don't, okay? All right. And, yeah. and going along with that. House of the Dead is well documented as oh. a terrible fucking oh.
0: movie. Oh, House of the Dead is bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Bad. Uh, what the fuck's the name of the dude that made it? Ubu. Uh, bull There you go. Yeah. So, just. Just avoid it, people, even if you love the video game, which, you know, I still... Every once in a while, like, maybe once a year, I'll I'll put it in my Wii and uh, have a good time. The Wii was a great platform for a game like that.
0: Uh, Yeah, I could agree with that.
1: Um, They have one... I Spend Your Grave reboot 1, 2, and 3, and none of them are as... None of them hold up to the original. I don't want to say are as good, because I don't like using the term good when discussing I Spend Your Grave... But if you enjoyed the original I Span Your Grave, none of them are worth your time. Just avoid. Um, Jacob's Ladder's on there. That's worth a watch, as you and I have discussed. Yeah,
0: that was a long discussion.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It was just a really good movie, so recommended. Um, My Bloody Valentine, the original, is on there, but not the remake. Uh, Did you like the original, or no?
0: I never saw the original.
1: I saw it a few years ago And I walked away thinking This is pretty much Every like early to mid 80's Slasher it, it, That's all There was nothing I don't know A lot of people seem to have a lot of love for it Kind of like how Prom Night got a lot of love And mm-hmm. I'm not sure it did uh, anything I th-
0: special I think two of the thing Reasons for both of those movies was Weren't both of those Canadian versus um Being made um, in uh, Hollywood
1: That could very well be. I,
0: I think they were. I remember watching a video, uh, maybe a month or two ago. It was it was comparing the original, My Bloody Valentine, to the remake, and then the remake is actually not a remake. It's kind of a sequel.
1: Oh, well, there I go. Okay.
0: Without actually going out and saying that it's a sequel.
1: I just remember the remake of Prom Night was had had its moments, and then as it progressed, it got worse and worse and worse to the point where you're like, oh, I wasted my life here. So, yeah. Um, For old school fans, the original The Omen is on Hulu, which once again, it's not a hidden gem, but I mean, for a movie made in the 70s, if we're talking to an audience made up of 20 and 30 year olds, it might not be something that they've seen or had interest in seeing, so I just kind of wanted to throw it out there, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um. The Possession was not a bad movie, and it has Jeffrey Dean Morgan, a.k.a. Negan.
0: Was that the one uh, with the Dybbuk? Oh, God. The, I really um, the, uh, like, the fingers down the throat?
1: That seems possible. I saw it in the theater, and I really liked it, and I've seen it one other time.
0: Yeah. I don't yes, remember it. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, I remember both times because it wasn't like a well-reviewed movie. It wasn't hated, but it wasn't well-reviewed. But I, I if you like a, a good possession-type film, you won't. I don't think you'll dislike it. Um, now, I'm not sure if I'm qualifying this next film properly. I found a film called The Resort, and I'm not sure if they misspelled it. There's a film called The Resort where the S is not an S, it's a Z. And I'm thinking this is the same film it looks to be the same, but I'm not hundred percent sure if it is it's a resort where you can hunt zombies yep. and yep it, it, you know what it's 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 if that sounds like the type of film that you want, then you won't be that pissed off if it sounds stupid and just don't watch it but I don't know I found it kind of fun that's all. Um, and that's definitely not a movie most people have heard of. Uh, I also found Sorority Row. Uh, can't remember if it was the original or the remake. God damn it! I think the I think it's the, the remake with Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an eighties version, then there was the remake. Both follow similar things. Um, I I don't know if one's much better than the other. It's. it's not a bad plot though uh definitely flew under the radar the newer one at the very least uh it's it's i don't want to say it's slasher it kind of is though i guess that's the best way you'd describe it uh it's like uh i know you did last summer kind of Mm -hmm. type film so if you like that that's good um, the original Stephen King's "It" that was horribly made on ABC, but scared children my age and a little younger back in the day. Um, and I don't know. I still haven't watched it part two, so I can't even say what one's better. Have you, have you watched both of the new? Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a strong opinion that one's better than the other, or is it kind of like I? I they both did things. I this?
0: like both. You know, like. Um- I have a fondness for the, um, the 19, was it 90s?
1: Yeah, it was, like, early 90s, yeah, I think. Yeah, I,
0: I have a fondness for that one. Um, it
1: had a great cast. I mean, so did the new one, but...
0: Yeah. At the same time, I rewatched it within, like, two or three years ago, and it, it like, the, um... It, it's not necessarily... doesn't hold up very well. Like, the... It- the special <laughs> effects are fucking dated.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it, cause it wasn't made as a movie. It was like, it was made it was for a, ABC. Yeah, it was
0: a miniseries.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It basically Tim Curry saves that movie's ass in yeah. hindsight. It, he really does.
0: On, on the other hand, um, the, the special effects definitely hold up in the new one. Um, uh, I, overall I liked it like I, a lot of people shit on the, the part two and I'm like I don't understand it like it, in my opinion it's maybe a little bit weaker than the first part but it's it's still good it's like really good um I, but I it's so- it's missing a few things like it, it they completely don't have I believe in the Easter Bunny eat battery acid scum you know like they, they cut that out because they didn't have it in part one either so
1: yeah that's that's a Debbie Downer I mean, I. here's the thing. I know that this is going to be actually probably a topic we hit up next month mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, so, I mean,
0: I don't feel we need to go into it super far. Right.
1: Um, another Stephen King movie, but this one wasn't good with was Sleepwalkers. But I, I did actually go to the movie theater. and dragged my mom to see it, and she probably wasn't happy with me. <laughs> That's the best I can offer. It's not a good movie. Yeah. Um, and the final thing on Hulu... Uh was Unsane, which a lot of horror fans seem to like. I personally didn't like it that much. But it's. I think it's worth a watch. Like, You know how there's some movies that you don't like, but you can still say it's worth a watch to make your own opinion on? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's how I feel with that. Um, the crazy guy in it, I feel, it was somebody semi-well-known. Actually, I don't know, maybe both. The main ones were uh Joshua Leonard. He was in the original Blair Witch, I want to say.
0: Okay, yeah, Josh.
1: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, I don't know, Juno Temple, F- Jay farrow It's not a bad cast. It Amy Irving. It it's the cast is not the problem. It's it's the ridiculous net level after a while cuz Like, it's just such an impractical thing. Like, I know they're trying to make it seem like it's practical that this could feasibly happen to create horror, Mm -hmm. but nobody's that dumb anymore to think, like, you could somehow just get checked in by saying that you still have a little bit of depression and you think about suicide every once in a while. That's not enough to get you checked into a mental hospital. Like, that's just so blindingly stupid. And I wonder if people... I'm I'm angry at the movie for the fact that I wonder if there are people that saw this movie and thought that could possibly happen and prevented them from seeking help with depression. I'm really thinking deeply into this, but it kind of I it made me wonder because people believe shit that happens in movies, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I could see it feasibly have prevented people that needed help from going and getting help, and that pisses me off. That's my thoughts on that. But on the other hand, it got a 6.4 on IMDb, so people liked it. Uh, that's it for Hulu. I don't really want. You know what? Amazon Prime has changed so much. They used to have a lot of really like shitty movies made from like the past decade that were like handheld camera or you know they didn't do much lighting and it, like Swamp Ape. Just think about. It. There's a film called Swamp Ape, okay, and it was brilliant, but it was terrible. There was one like about Paul Bunyan. And it, it was all terrible shit. Now, <laughs> like they're trying to be a little bit more classy now with with their horror selection, but my god, navigating Amazon Prime is not. Easy. It's a journey. Yeah, I feel. Um, so. With that being said, I, there's a lot of actual stuff that's well known, uh, so I don't want to go over the well-known stuff. Uh, obviously, uh, I, while I do figure, while I do think that Midsummer is semi-well known, I'm just going to throw that out there as a movie that, if you have not seen, please see it. It's good. It's really good. Um, they have uh, The Ruins, which I thought kind of flew under the radar.
0: I was, uh, I've never seen that, but I was reading a, a synopsis of Okay, so you've seen it and you liked it. Mm hmm. Okay. So that answers that question.
1: Yeah, I, I had no issue with, with the film. I mean, it's stupid at points, but. You read the synopsis and you know that people are going to do dumb things, right? Like, hey, the locals are telling you you probably shouldn't go here. Well, we're we're Americans; we're going to go here anyways. Marco. Oh, bad things happen. <laughs> I mean, really, that's the gist. Yeah, gotcha. Um, Lake Mungo is on Prime, and the horror community seems to be fond of Lake Mungo. What did Not you? My- what did you think? Um. Lake Mungo is the one about the missing girl, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, it had me going for a bit, and then as it progressed, I was just like, "No, this is just getting irritating to me." It irritated me more than entertained me, I guess.
0: I, I remember, like seeing a headline on like one of the like the video reviews that somebody did about it, and they were like, "The scariest movie you never watched," and then I watched it, and I was like, "Where's the where's the fucking scary?" Like, it, it, Dude, wasn't, it wasn't. A an bad army movie. Of people though. It wasn't there's a bad movie, but it was not a scary movie.
1: Like there's so many people online that just claim how scary that movie is, and it's it's not. Like, are the people claiming it scary believe that? It, like, this is a documentary. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I what's good? The other movie six point three on IMDb. Not for me, but it's popular enough that made the list for people that may be interested. Yep. Um, I don't know if hatchet falls under hidden gem, but they have one uh, hatchet one, two and three Give hatchet one, a shot. There's a lot of uh, people that you know, in hatchet. Um, it's just a fun slasher and Kane Hodder plays the main, uh, antagonist, but Robert England's in it. um, one of the main dudes from Grandma's Boys in it. Uh, fucking Tony Todd's in it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's worth a watch. Um, a movie not to watch called The Sacrament. Uh, another Eli Roth uh, flop. Uh, it seemed like it was going to be cool. I liked the idea. Reading the synopsis, I was kind of into it. And probably the first half, you could sit there and say this ain't bad. I'm curious to see where this goes. And it goes downhill. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Decent uh, actors. There's a couple people I liked in it. So it wasn't the performance, it's just the story. Um, Another movie from... Wait, I don't know if Ari Aster actually did Lighthouse, but I know it was done by the same company. Um, So Lighthouse and Midsummer. I don't think The Witch or Hereditary is on Amazon Prime anymore, though. But if you haven't seen Lighthouse, uh, it's a treat. It, it just is. No, I
0: haven't. I still haven't seen it.
1: Uh, I mean, Willem Dafoe and... Uh, uh, Robert Pattinson. Jesus, I wanted to say it was like Jason Pattinson. I'm like, I know it's wrong. Uh, yeah, it's just them going batshit crazy. I was, I was happy with it. Um... <laughs> Jennifer's body is a guilty pleasure and I thought it got unfair reviews. I thought it was far more entertaining than what people.
0: Yeah. It wasn't anywhere near as bad as, um, people like to pretend it was.
1: Correct. Um, another popular film, but way back in the day that newer audiences may not be familiar with is the house on haunted hill. The Vincent price version, the original version Mm -hmm. still has this great scare. Like, a movie that old can still scare young, young new audiences, in my opinion. Um, and it still holds up. It just holds up. It's a well-told story. Uh, next, I have a great film starring Vinnie Jones and I can't remember who else. Uh, Midnight Meat Train? Yeah. Uh, Bradley Cooper. There you go. Bradley Cooper. I, I love Vinnie Jones. I, I just love Vinnie Jones. And this... I don't know. I thought it was a pretty good movie. And uh, who was Bradley Cooper's girl in that? Do you remember? Leslie Bibb. There you go. I like her, too. So I feel like there's somebody else even. Midnight? I got to look this up. I feel like there's like somebody else in this that has a smaller role that I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I never really...
0: Uh, Tony, that- Tony Curran was
1: in it. Um, for whatever reason I want to say it's like oh Ted Ramey. Yep. A- oh, yeah Oh Rampage Jackson there that's who I'm thinking of. He was a former UFC fighter. Yeah. But Oh, Brooke Shields in it.
0: Yep. Yeah, she played okay. the uh the art gallery owner.
1: Yeah. And either Peter Jacobson even looks familiar. I don't know what he
0: was, was he was on house. I don't know if you ever Derek. watched that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's nice to see Bradley Cooper in something that I don't expect to see Bradley Cooper in.
0: It was I one. Of, it was one of the first things he did, if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, I I knew him from this before I knew him for anything else, actually. Uh, what was this? Two thousand eight. So that makes sense. Uh, I don't know. Anybody? Hey, it's. I don't know. Would you consider a slasher movie? I don't...
0: Yeah, I think, I think that's where it falls on.
1: Okay. Um, another oldie but goodie, in case you've never seen it, the original Wicker Man, not the Nick Cage one, but the Christopher Lee one. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, one of the few movies that if I had to make a nine-deuce, I, if I was actually going to do what I said I was going to do, because I'm a big fucking phony and a liar, I would have included this next film. The taking of Deborah Logan is one of the most underrated modern horror films out there. Yeah, it's fantastic. The acting's fantastic. The tw- the I don't want to say twist. I don't really even know if it's a twist, but just like the culmination of everything is really well done, and um, the director he ended up he's done a few projects. He did uh, the film Escape Room, which I thought was okay, too. Adam Robitai, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. And I also may be hyping him up because he was nice enough to like one of my tweets about his reviewing his film. So, I don't know. You know, flattery will give will bring all kinds of happiness my way. Uh, but seriously, like it, it's weird. It's one of Raylene's favorite horror films. She's not even like into horror films. She just watches them when I put them on. But it's I don't know. I, everybody I've shown it to has walked away impressed, um, and anybody cool. that's actually seen it, you know, has agreed. You know, it's cool. So there you go. Uh, Slither. Anybody that's fans of James Gunn should check it out because has Nathan Fillion, Michael Rooker, and the lady whose name I can't think of at the moment. Uh, yeah. Anyways, if you like James Gunn, check out Slither because nobody ever talks about Slither. Uh, Elizabeth anymore. Banks. There you go. Yeah. Uh, t- 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 the Wailing. <laughs> Phantasm. If you've never seen Phantasm, uh, the, the host. Uh, Last Shift. Last Shift is an interesting movie that's not great, but it's about a lady. There's a new like precinct opening up, and she has to work overnight at the old one. Um, they're kind of like transferring files, but it's the last night that this precinct is going to be open before everybody just works out of the new one, the you know the newly constructed one. <laughs> and basically, she gets haunted by the ghost of uh, a prisoner, basically. And it's I I want to say it's great, but it's it's fun. It it
0: that sounds really familiar. Does it? But I don't know if I've seen it. Hmm.
1: I would recommend it. Um, I think it's on. Well, it's on Prime. It's on my voodoo, I think I'm pretty sure I bought it. Um, I don't think there's anybody truly that famous from it. Uh, there might be like some, like one or two people that you kind of know, but yeah. Um, Excision made my my list. Uh, it's actually probably more of a coming of age. Girly type movie, but there's enough like horror to it, and the cast is good enough. Uh, oh, was it Tracy Lords is in it as the mom? Um, I want to say Malcolm McDowell's in it too. Yeah, he's he's like either a teacher or the principal. He might be the principal. Ariel Winter from uh, Modern Family's in it. She's obviously much younger Mm -hmm. Um, Roger Bart who's like a familiar face Jeremy Sumpter who was in Frailty I believe is also in it and John Waters so pretty stacked cast Um, I don't don't know if I want to say body horror there's comedy there's drama there's some poor decisions but it's like a really guilty pleasure film for me that once again if I just stuck to a top 10 list or whatever Excision would have made it on there because I don't think hardly anybody's seen it Uh, so I'd throw that out there and I am almost done Uh, Wolf Creek 2 if you've seen it is kind of better than Wolf Creek 1 Uh, Monster Squad I just want to give props to Monster (laughs) Squad and I found out that there's a, a documentary on Tubi TV called Wolfman's Got Nards. No shit. I didn't even know that that existed. Um, I didn't either. The remake of Night of the of the Demons. Uh, I still prefer the original, but the remake's not bad. It has uh, ah shit. One of the girls from American Pie that was she also did Thirteen Ghosts. Uh,
0: um, shit. Yes.
1: You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, uh, I- I-
0: Shannon something.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. I can't think of her name. But anyways, her. Um Thirty Days of Night Again, Secret Window. I don't know if Secret Window counts as a hidden gem or not anymore. Like, is it old enough to be considered a hidden gem?
0: I think I so. Think- like I I doubt if you talk to like fifteen Johnny Depp fans, like name five johnny depp movies that more than like two would have that on their list
1: i think that's fair i would dab i thought it was great and it wasn't i mean it, depp was good but it was all about totoro totoro owned that freaking movie yeah he, he was great so and i don't know that'll probably come again next month uh it's another Steam king um the fog original the omen original i know you did last summer all three of them are up there both versions of invasion of the body snatchers quarantine 2 but not quarantine 1 i also did not come across any of the wreck videos while i was looking i was surprised about um i saw pet on there that's a movie to avoid uh, Jack Frost about killer snowman is a movie to watch uh, if you want something really funny. Uh, Avis Possessions that was a movie that would have made my list. It's a newer take on a possession film. Uh, and it has uh, it has a good good small cast. Uh, I just I don't know I, I I like a different take on an old story I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, and and this. Did did that? I guess. Um, God damn it! I'm I'm just looking up so I can get the name of the the guy, William Sadler, which you know we know from Tales from the Crypt, we yeah. know him from Shawshank Redemption, so on and so forth. Okay, and the loved ones is another one that would have made my top ten list. It's an Australian film. I do not consider it torture porn. But some people may do that And they should be slapped uh, It's about a prom night Basically kind of gone wrong uh, And there's Definite torture aspects But it's not like a saw Or even hostile It's But it's in the same vein I guess It's adjacent We, we like this we, we really just need to have a podcast About adjacency apparently Because we use it a lot Yeah um, the Lair of the White Worm Which I still haven't seen but I've heard, I believe you've Talked about it um, Right? You liked it? or uh, I've never seen it Maybe it's Joe Yeah. Joe also gave me a list but then I realized Half the stuff on his list I couldn't stream So I didn't use it uh, Teeth is on there that's a Silly movie with a vagina which, With teeth yeah. Yep Jenna Gentata. I already <laughs> know what else to say about that. That doesn't intrigue you. It's not for you. Uh, we are still here. Uh, zombie strippers with I want to say Pam. No, maybe it's Pam. I don't know. No, no, no. It's it's like a porn star. Maybe Jenna. I don't know. I think I, I'll say Jenna Jameson. I know Robert England's in it. Tito Ortiz is in it. It's funnier than it should be. But it starts off really stupid. So you gotta get past the first ten minutes. Gotcha. Uh, um repo, the genetic opera, I've never seen, but everybody tells me to I've, watch it. I
0: fucking love it.
1: So you could speak highly of it. Like it it's something that I, will, I will like, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I love the the fucking soundtrack's awesome too. I listen to it in my car sometimes.
1: No shit. Alright. Um Stitches is about a clown that gets fucked up and has stitches. Uh, I don't don't really know how else to go in depth on that one, and I shouldn't. Santa Jaws exists, and if you want a good laugh for like five to ten minutes, watch it and then turn it off. But the opening scene really is, I don't use the word epic often, it really is epic in the cheesiest, dumbest way possible. Santa Jaws. Uh, And... April Fool's Day is on there. That that's a really good uh, '80s '86 horror film. Highly recommend watching it. And Flowers in the Attic. That wraps up my Amazon. Which did you? Were you ever into Flowers in the Attic? By any chance? I
0: watched the first one. But
1: yeah, the, with Louise Fletcher is good. But then they remade it and wasn't. Yeah. It's terrible. Not good. All right. So we're wrap this up, we're gonna come back and I have like this I have a lengthy list and obviously I don't wanna go through all of it, but like I wanna read off some of the shit that I found on Two B TV, and I just discovered so much shit on two B TV that I just thought it'd be worth it for like a quick bonus segment. Plus I need to get something to drink. Okay. So we could... Wrapping this half up yep. or,
0: Sounds okay. good Kent just did like an hour <laughs> Of fucking listening movies
1: <laughs> Listen October's coming People need to know What to watch, where to watch it And how quote unquote it's free If they're already paying for the service
0: Alright So on that note <laughs> We'll be back in a minute to go over
1: uh, Tubi TV yes. Alright see you soon guys